Welcome to I Just Don't Know, a podcast where we try to learn something new, challenge my opinions, and hope to make the misinformed informed. I can openly say I've spoken when I did not need to, been unnecessarily controversial, and shared my misinformed opinion, thinking it was not. My name is Rob Clulo, and in this podcast, I discuss topics, events, emotions, and stories that at the time I thought I knew, but in fact, I just don't know. Colourful outfits, the deep bass of huge speakers, day drinking, crowds of people filling fields and grassy banks, flip-flop killing thick mud, expensive pints in paper cups, but above all the intense excitement of sharing and enjoying your favourite music with your friends and thousands of people around you. The British do it well, possibly the best in the world. I'm of course talking about festivals. So this episode is inspired by my first day festival of this summer, 2022. I was lucky to go to live at Leeds, uh, my first time to Leeds in, in quite a while. Um, it was a proper day festival and it has inspired me to think about some of the assumptions and thoughts I've had around festivals and how they've changed since I first went to one, I think, properly back in 2015 and then again in 2017 and then 2018 and but I was missing the feeling of of festivals very much in in sort of the latter the latter stages of lockdown and and the fear that it will not it'll be a very long time until those festivals come back and I feel 2021 was a relief and everyone was in great form but it was a a unique summer a summer of redemption of time missed but now as we go into this summer it's very exciting to see so many festivals going ahead, day festivals, normal festivals. But overall, I wanted to just quickly talk about some some of the things I've discovered, something I discovered about myself, about music, about how to enjoy a festival differently to when you first go, when you're if you're a first time you've you've never been to one, and especially in British festivals, different from I think it's different from what they what you hear and, and see in other countries. There is something special about a British festival that uh, I wanted to share and it's it's clear that my assumption here is I can never know what to expect when I go to a festival I'm always surprised I always discover something new I always have an absolutely fantastic time that's perhaps the one thing I, I can assume that, I, that will happen but overall I can say that my assumption of what a festival look like looks like and what it should be it's completely wrong because every festival has its own character and own right. And that's what I'm going to explore going forward and, and, and show that don't you dare assume that a festival, all festival the same because they've all got that. They are all epic. And uh, I'm so excited to share some of the things I discovered last week. So the first thing I wanted to talk about and this, the biggest thing I've discovered and what I love about festivals and, and almost consistently it has happened at a time when I didn't expect it and that is discovering music or artists that you weren't necessarily there to see. You weren't necessarily supposed to be in that tent, that stage, but you stumble across them and you find them. They just lift you to that level of, of excitement. You enjoy yourself. You're impressed by their production. You know, you don't even know what they're called until after and they can just really blow you away and, and impress you. Uh, and that is exactly what happened in Leeds week when I discovered. And I was, to be fair, was was 
suggested to to see them by by the group that I was with, and I and I thank them for that. But this is Confidence Man, and if you've not heard of Confidence Man, it is a fantastic. Um, I think four of them, you could say, but there's two front front um, front man and front woman. It is upbeat disco great bit of great lyrics great writing great uh, just get you going music it is just fantastic and it's it, they are on the perhaps on the slightly stranger side of the, of the spectrum spectrum of of, of uh, production and, and what they look like but they definitely are fun and they were absolutely amazing very good live great production good good songs and i can't get enough of them they really get the, the party going get you sort of dancing along to to the sort of crazy uh, lyrics that they do they have sort of change of outfits and in between that they have a couple of non-lyrical songs where they're where the dj and the drummer who are dressed as beehive men pretty much but it's all in black so you don't know who they are it's all very strange but they do some non uh non sort of non-lyrics songs that are very upbeat as well so it's a bit of a house party mixed with mixed with sort of a bit of fun uh singers do check them out do do listen to them. They are absolutely incredible. I think they are supporting Noel Gallagher a little bit on his tour, and they've got loads of dates. And uh, honestly, they are the, my favourite discovery from this from this recent day festival. It was absolutely amazing. And I think back to some of the other other uh, sort of festivals in the past that I just stumbled across people that were just just so good. Um, I think go to. Um, Couple of, one of my first ones was 2015, and I knew of. I was a bit uh, sort of ignorant to the whole sort of house dancey, sort of intense 90s um, scene, and uh, and I and I know it's bad, but I didn't never really have heard of my chemical, uh, uh, the Chemical Brothers. I'd heard of My Chemical Romance because um, that was that came out when I was a teenager, but. The, the Chemical Brothers are not really heard of them, but we went anyway because they were the headliners and and they were pretty incredible. Um, their their production was one of a kind. It's highly professional. You can see how it's they are two very experienced guys and exactly what they're doing. I think it's two guys, but that was a, that's definitely one of note that I remember. I, I remember seeing stumbling across um, the the Chuckle Brothers actually. But, Obviously, there's only one now, but um, they were in a tent. They did like a 15-minute set, and uh, that was probably one of the funnest times. I remember discovering a, a female article, Shura, that I'd never heard of, um, and they were. She was very impressive, live, very great voice. So that, and there's just there's just so many. And then um, I'm thinking back to another another incident where you just sort of go into a tent, see who you, see who you discover. Um, it's it's highly recommended uh, on any on any festival, but to actually actively do it and get lucky where you find someone that really gets you going, impresses, and and, and it's memorable. That's pretty special. I do remember once when at a rainy rainy festival we went to and discovered the I think it's the big New York brass band tent, and they were on every night I think. But because it was quite a small tent, it was actually quite warm in there because it wasn't the weather wasn't great and. Uh, Oh, it was just so much fun. It just—it's all about finding those moments to enjoy and really realize you're having a having a great time, and you don't need to be 
drunk. You don't need to be having the best. It doesn't need to be the perfect weather necessarily. You just you find it, and it does. You don't even have to be with loads and loads of people with all your friends. You can just be with a few friends or, or someone you've just met or strangers around you. It's all about that sort of acceptance that you're you're there just to live life to the full in a in a sense of just joy and enjoyment and dance your heart out not have any inhibitions and that's there 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 are your moments that you really you work towards and people pay a lot of money to try and get those moments people sacrifice a lot to try and get those moments and no matter what people say you need to enjoy those moments and just let loose and be free um to just try to remember them the best you can um because they're pretty special when when you and what heightens them and what perhaps opens the door to these moments is is discovering music discovering artists that um that are just uh, just impressive and good and you didn't you didn't know that was going to happen um yeah so that's that's confidence man very recommend recommend them play them in your, your pre-drinks and they'll it'll get everyone going i bet you so there's a couple of other artists uh, at least that were were quite cool. That in particularly Arlo Parks were was was pretty cool. Not I'm not saying I'm a huge fan. I don't really listen to her music before. Um, I've I've definitely added a few songs to it now. But oh my god, the crowd went crazy. Everyone was obsessed with Arlo Parks. They were so sad on watching them. I was with a few people who were close to tears, just listening to it, and were very emotional around it. And I just was stood there just impressed with their commitment to to this artist that is fairly new and I wouldn't say the music is is that intense it's not sort of super sad it's got a beat and it's it's good good fun mixed with some very impressive lyrics but um fair play to them they really enjoyed it so I I felt privileged to be there and and see not just them but the people around us were, were very intensely appreciating that that gig and and I think she absolutely smashed it so Arlo Parks were was 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 pretty darn cool, and I I definitely recommend as well. A band that I discovered a couple of years ago, thanks to my sort of new connections up north in, in Cumbria, is is Sports Team. Hopefully, some of you have heard of it. They are they're pretty good fun. They've got a great voice, um, great sort of sound. Um, that is is just is very indie. It's very sort of great sort of fun lyrics, a bit of fun mixed with. Um, sort of sharpness and, and quick wit um, and they were pretty darn cool uh, they were they played all my my favorites to be fair it helps that they they've got a couple of albums but uh, they're not too long uh, in particular they started with my favorite which is the m5 they're, they're the only band i know that have, have written a song that about a motorway so that's a highway if you're if you're in the u.s but yeah the m5 is a great song recommend it music video is even funnier um so definitely go check them out. Uh, and then the last one I wanted to sort of, uh, uh, someone I didn't really know about, but um, was recommended and we went uh, by Kirsty. She she was like, she would have to go see Dream Wife. And I'm like, okay, we can go see Dream Wife. I'm, um, I'm curious to see what they're all about and what, what their sound is. And they were, let's just say they were, intense uh, it was a lead singer blonde girl sort of slick back hair you know i think i think a white outfit white dress of some sort and she just went absolutely mad and she the way she stared down the crowd got everyone going it wasn't a big crowd unfortunately would have been better if there's perhaps more fans there but um 
she their production was pretty good and it was i think it was an all all female band really rocking it hard and and some pretty pretty abrasive and intense and uh, mad lyrics that were provocative let's say and uh, i enjoyed it they were very impressive and she was really sort of going with the participation in, in getting involved with the crowd at the front and she think she had like a fake dollar bill gun at one point it was all uh all good fun not someone i'd necessarily listen to on spotify or on the uh as i'm sort of walking to work or something like that but definitely someone i'd see live because they're definitely they're, they're a lot of fun um and uh something different so dream wife they were they were great uh then there was a few other sort of more well-known bands that I was actually a little bit disappointed. I wasn't. I don't really know them super well, uh, as in like I don't listen to them all the time. But Pigeon Detectives and Bombay Bicycle Club—they weren't. Didn't blow me away, but I think that's they're not as as good as live as as perhaps um, they used to be, or or their songs don't quite match. Um, but I don't know. It's no. It's not me to to judge. I, I'm no expert. Um, but. Uh, there was a few others that were quite cool to to check out. So, so like Cassia and Easy Life, they were someone I was introduced to by Kirsty as well. They were pretty impressive um, and like good, a really good sound that that could be could be right for you. Um, but no, I really I really enjoyed it. Um, a great a mini festival that everything was quite close together. There wasn't it wasn't super busy, and uh, and I would recommend anyone to go. And the weather's sort of held up. It's on a bit of a hill, which gives it, it makes it a bit windy, but it adds a bit of dynamic to it. You can look down on the main fest, main stage. Have to walk up to the one of the big tents, um, but it adds a, adds a bit of character to that festival. Remind me a little bit of of the new site for festival that I went to back in 2017 when it moved off the Isle of Wight. Sort of a bit of a hill, quite close together. Not as good as. It's different from what it was when it was on the Isle of Wight. Festival was very spread out back then. They had the big sort of ship thing where it was like the house area, if you've ever been. And, the, and the, they've got two main stages, and then they had the Bombay um, house, house uh, Shangri-La house sort of tent as well. But that was because that was so close to everything else. It sort of lost its isolated, unique sound because it was mixed in with everything else in the new site. So. But then that's that's what they had to do. They were they were struggling, I believe. I don't know exactly. Um, I think the the unfortunate thing with that festival in 2017 was the weather was so bad. Everyone left on that Sunday night. It got sort of cooled off, um, and uh, it was a shame. It was a shame, really. But the weather really was bad. It was so muddy. Um, but uh, that's it's just unlucky. But it's always a risk in September. I'm really hoping that the weather stays good. For everywhere I, I go going forward, you just have to really cross your fingers. Um, but but then that's that brings in the sort of the topic of what's what do people prefer? A big large festival like Glastonbury for three four days. Have you got the stamina, the endurance? Are you willing to camp? Is that something you do? And um, the next thing is, or do you prefer more of a small festival like you've got in London? You've got lots of day festival options, and you have these little festivals in in towns and other cities. As well now nowadays it's becoming a bit more affordable to set up all the equipment i think you, they obviously have to multi use it for multiple different types of festivals to get their money but there's definitely more and more there's loads of day festivals in london um in brockwell park finsbury park uh gunnersbury park i think latitude used to be there finsbury park's a new setup obviously high park they do it in wembley stadium 
they've done they do um things in um Clapham, they've done things in Clapham Common in the past with SW4, but they're not doing it this year, I don't think. Although that's not, I wouldn't recommend doing the festivals at Clapham Common too, sort of relying too much on those because you get no signal there for some reason. Um, it's mad and busy because it's obviously very central, attracts that sort of area, that southwest, and, uh, and and sort of younger audience that it does create, make it a bit of a crazy day. But I've I've had a few good times there. Um, but it is a bit annoying with with the no signal thing, um, for for me anyway, and whatever network you guys are on. Um, but then Brockwell Park is pretty cool because it's on a hill, so you definitely get signal. You definitely get a good view. Um, uh, it can just get a bit cold if you're if the weather's not great. Um, really easy to get to as well. A little bit out of the way from from the tube, so you don't. Uh, so it's not quite as mad and busy as as perhaps the others. Uh, Gunnersby Park, if you've ever been is uh, when i went they actually closed the tube early i managed to get the last one but then hundreds and hundreds of people who were watching tame and parlor i believe weren't able to get get home which was a shame that's a bit of a shocker really but that that was a while ago things have changed obviously um and this is what i wanted to talk about really and i'm curious to see what happens going forward this summer as i said earlier last summer it was a bit of a relief it was a it was a summer of redemption i went to carnival which was a different, slightly different themed day and at Clapham Common. I went to one at Brockwell Park that was sort of rocky and it was, a, it was just experiment. And then field day, which is more housey and, and dance. And and uh, that's obviously the, probably the more popular type of music these days, sort of DJs and um, house music. That's that's great. And I and I do do love that. It's, this, there's, it's either off or on. It's very intense. So... Um, it's not necessarily something you can listen to every day, I think, but that's everyone's preference and everyone's everyone's difference. So that's fair enough. But what you do need for those sort of festivals is space because you can't have things too close to each other. Otherwise, it all merges into one. It's all about the production and and the, and the scale of the of the sound. So I can, I can get that it's pretty tricky to really nail it with with that type of music. There's something sort of a bit more simplistic and easier when it comes to just a band. And some amps um, and some and a speaker system, you can you can create something, um, but easier. But it's not, maybe not quite as impressive uh, without without the big, with the the big sort of expensive equipment that um, I don't really know much about. But uh, would love to learn more uh, more about when it comes to these, the life of a DJ and a, and a sound engineer in, in in the festival scene. Um, but overall, I, I I'm what I'm excited to see is. This year is this bit settling down of of the festival scene. People not worrying about certain things. They, they they there's that act of sort of normality, enjoyment, and getting back to that feeling of that friendliness of you're at a festival. You talk to anyone. You're almost like living in the countryside, or you're from another country where everyone is very friendly to each other. Um, couldn't name a country where that happens necessarily off the top of my head. And I don't want to pick, but you know what I mean. Where you go to a place where you're perhaps away on on a on a camp or you're away on a resort or in a hotel or you're in a nice smaller town in 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 sort of in, in France or Spain or something or wherever and or campsite and everyone is friendly to you everyone talks to everyone to try and see if they're interesting or or curious about what they want to do they listen 
and they're not doing it just for the sake of it and it's a it's a it's a lovely relief and the only way areas and times you get really get that quite strongly is in festivals in the uk and if you live in like a, a village or a town you sort of do get that but it's with a perhaps a different demographic that are at a point where they realize that's a nicer way of living and and that's fine although they still are a bit apprehensive when things go a little bit out of out of the lines out of the margins which i completely understand sort of that sort of conservative conservative more protecting the safety that they've created but in a festival before i go off on a tangent a festival creates this sort of friendliness that connection between people where you just accept that you're all the same and you're all trying to just navigate life you're all trying to have a good time you don't want to harm anyone in as a result of that but you also don't want to get be harmed or or be inconvenienced and while there are obviously times you have to be smart and, and, and protect yourself in festivals and not get yourself in compromising positions and and don't lose things and forget things or let be exposed to people taking stuff or uh, doing doing sort of bad ideas fundamentally and 99% of the time you can stand there and, and, and really enjoy things with complete strangers and I'm going to end it on what happened at a gig actually by my, one of my favourite bands Young the Giant highly recommend to, to listen to them and and uh, follow their music that they started over 10 years ago and I don't think they, they don't do that much at the moment um, but Young the Giant are amazing band and when I was so grateful I managed to see them live just before lockdown in the autumn of or fall of 2019 they one of the time just before a song they said please to everyone to the crowd let's look to someone to the left or right and just remember you're all in the same boat here you're all here trying to have a good time say hello enjoy yourself you're going to be standing there for another hour next to each other don't be strangers no ask ask their name ask where they're from ask what their favorite song is that they're looking forward to listening to ask why they're there are they on their own are they with their family are they with their girlfriend are they with their boyfriend because we're all here um and the way he delivered it was better than what i just said there but it was so nice because it basically meant everyone was friends with everyone for that short period everyone looked at each other not with sort of concern or fear of who who that person is and what their intentions are it was no i'm looking to my left there's david with his wife mary and their two kids and I look to my right and there's sam and james and, and who were there with on their second date and in front of them, you knew everything and they knew me and and that's where th- that those sort of moments yes they can happen at gigs for an hour or so but at festivals when that happens you find out for your friends with fe- with with people to the tent next to you and this happened when I was in 2017 when I um, worked at one and I didn't know many people at all and you just make friends with people naturally and you build that trust and you have to build that trust and that friendliness, that openness of other people not judging, not assuming anything allowing people to be who they want to be and free to talk to sort of anyone to try and build their own sort of network of people in that short time that short sort of moment in time in that festival to feel like they can um know everyone and and have a good time and go back to that 
those were those moments that I was talking about earlier of just pure joy and and being and letting go that is what is amazing and that is why I love festivals and everyone should go to a festival and embrace everything that each one offers and realize that just because you've been to one or you didn't like another each one is unique and you can create a unique experience at every festival and I wish everyone will try and do that so good luck with that thank you so much for listening and I look forward to recording another episode soon